I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The volume. All right, guys, it's the holiday season, and I'm asking Santa Claus for NBA action. So I'm partnering up with the DraftKings Sportsbook because they always are hooking up our customers, especially new ones. All new customers bet $5 or more on any pregame wager and get $150 in bonus bets instantly by using my promo code DCTV at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, we all love hoops. We all love basketball. And everybody always tries to act as though they know everything about basketball. Well, let's put your knowledge to the test. All new customers bet $5 or more on any pregame wager and get $150 in bonus bets instantly by using my promo code DCTV at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Hey, guys, at the DraftKings Sportsbook, Make that crown yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-N-Y 4673-69. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Budio Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash basketball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, guys? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year's. It's been a little bit since we jumped on this. So let's call this one the holiday Christmas week wrap up. Because while we were all living in our festive lives, there was a lot going on in mixed martial arts. There was a lot going on in the world. Your boy got robbed today at the gym. So right after I'm done here, I'm shooting straight to the gym. 
to try to see who got me at my gym and what they got. Because on the cameras, got two dudes in there with hats on. Looked like they were on Home Alone. You know one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time? It looked like Home Alone was happening in my gym last night. So I need to go see what people took from the boy. But in terms of the mixed martial arts, there has been a lot going on. And I'm watching from the sideline and kind of just gathering my thoughts about what, first off, what's happening. And secondly, how does this all affect what goes on in the beginning of the new year? So let's start with the biggest star mixed martial arts, Conor McGregor. Michael Chandler and Conor McGregor were booked as the coaches of the Ultimate Fighter last year at the start of the year. And it was massive news, right? Massive news. We get the show. Conor then continues to not get into the USADA testing pool, which, by the way, doesn't make much sense anymore that he got back in it when USADA's gone. Michael Chandler has openly said he'll fight him regardless, which doesn't make great sense, but I get what Mike's trying to do. But this whole thing is just like a soap opera. You know, I grew up in a house where I grew up in the 80s where a lot of women were still not at in the workplace as much and they watched The Price is Right, Young and the Restless, As the World Turns. So I understand the soap opera. This Michael Chandler, Conor McGregor situation is a mixed martial arts soap opera. So now Mike has been constantly chasing Conor. Like it, it is to the point now where God, I, I don't like saying this because Chandler is one of my buddies, but it's almost desperate to fight Conor McGregor because at every single step he has agreed to, he has said, okay, he has made concessions. He has almost agreed and done anything he possibly can to ensure that that fight still happens. And McGregor, for his part, just keeps playing him to the left. That's what we call that in Louisiana, play him to the left. Like when a girl doesn't like you, he just keeps playing him off. Like I don't really want to deal with him. And I only believe that he's doing that and he's so comfortable in doing that because of the behaviors that Mike is showing. Mike keeps showing him that regardless of what he gives him, he's going to accept it. It's like having a girlfriend that messes around on you or something, and then you take her back, and she'll do it again. Or she yells at you, and you take her back. She'll do it again because you just keep accepting. Mike just keeps accepting this behavior. At some point, Chandler's going to say they have to say the hell with it. I'm moving on. Latest thing now is McGregor makes an Instagram story saying, you go out that door. It was a story where it was like some guy just dismissing, just dismissing someone. And it said when Connor decides he wants to fight someone other than Michael Chandler. And it was like him just dismissing Mike. You go that where I have no more business for you. Michael Chandler then responds saying it's a bad look on everyone if Connor McGregor ducks him. And he still believes that Connor's trying to stall him out. What happened? What happened? We thought this was supposed to happen around August, September of last year. Started to get pushed back. What about November, New York City? Always rule Conor McGregor out there. Didn't happen. UFC 300. Last thing we heard was not happening. Conor McGregor's at a boxing fight the other day. He's mad because he said he's been nipping at the butt asking. So where's the disconnect? If Conor's been asking, 
And Michael Chandler is more than willing. Where's the disconnect? I'm starting to think, honestly, this fighting, I mean, it ain't going to happen. I don't feel like it's going to happen. And I think for McGregor, this is probably the best fight for him because Mike's going to give him what he wants in the fight. No one else is going to play the game that Connor is going to want to play, especially when he's coming back from such a horrific injury. Mike's going to play his game. Mike is going to stand with him. Mike is going to strike with him. Mike is not going to wrestle him all that much. I don't know that there's a better fight for him. So I don't know why he continues to play him off like he doesn't want it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I've never been in that position before. I've never been in such a powerful position that I can do what Connor's doing to an opponent and not get some kickback. I don't know why he doesn't want to fight him. I think it's the best matchup for him because if look, Armand Sarukian the other day was hitting at a big fight. My Lord, you don't want to fight that type of guy. And Connor won't, but you don't want to get stuck in there with those killers. Charles Oliveira. You want Charles? If they move on from Oliveira Makachev and they go Gaethje, who do you want? Who do you want in that top five that's going to give you the type of fight you want? I think it's the ideal matchup, but I do believe that Mike at some point needs to stand firm a little bit and say, you know what? To hell with it. Book me with somebody else. Just get me a fight. Give me a fight. Publicly state that you are not desperate for this fight. Because right now, you've essentially given him all the power. He has all the power. Because every single thing he gives you, you accept. And it was kind of like that on the show, too. Which was a little surprising. The way McGregor would talk to him. And Mike would just like, kind of not. Eh. Mike, Mike is a very measured guy, though. So I, I kind of get it. But he's just accepting everything this guy's given him. And I think at some point... And have to stand firm and say, you know what, to hell with you. I'm going to go on with my career. Because in Mike's mind, he still has a championship run in him. Ben Askren, for the record, one of my friends of the show, is saying that he still believes it'll be the headline at UFC 300. I don't know. They've already started to announce fights. It would obviously make a ton of sense. But if I'm guessing, I would imagine UFC 300 would be a whole bunch of title fights. It's exactly what they did at 200 when it was supposed to be me and Jones, Amanda and Misha, uh, Jose Aldo fought Frankie for the interim championship, and then they had Brock Lesnar. So I think it'll be a whole bunch of title fights, and then if it's McGregor Chandler, it works, but it doesn't feel like McGregor wants to do it. And if he does want to fight, I don't know who he wants to fight besides Mike. Israel Adesanya said that people are, and he used a word that we don't use uh, and throw around, to believe that he would not fight till 2027. He's coming back this year, he said. Or he at least is preparing for a comeback. Hamza Chimaev jumps on him right away and says, I want a title fight. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. Pull my leg. Let's do Adesanya Chemayev. Because if you do Adesanya Chemayev and Izzy wins, 
you preserve Izzy? Man, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know that you don't wait to see what happens between Duplessis and Strickland before you make a decision on Edesanya. Hear me out. Duplessis Edesanya was hot because of all the N-word, 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 all the history between Africa and South Africa. Duplessis, you know, that whole thing had went crazy. And it was going to make for a very hotly contested build. It was going to be intense. The rivalry had grown. It was going to be one of the better builds we had seen in a long time. We love the drama. We love the drama. I'll be honest. I kind of felt a little uncomfortable when Izzy was in the octagon saying the things he was saying. But I live in a I live in a I live in a world where people um they use that word a lot. They do. So, but it made me feel a little bit uncomfortable seeing it on TV like that. I mean, hell, I see I see people on Instagram constantly using that word, you know. But that build was going to be so crazy. So if you watch Strickland fight Duplessis in January, you still preserve that matchup regardless for Edesanya, right? Strickland wins, title fight for Edesanya. Strickland loses, Edesanya versus, oh, sorry, sorry. DDP wins, Duplessis. I'm going to call him DDP. I like that name from the old wrestling days and also because instead of saying Drake is Duplessis, DDP just sounds really, really cool. Duplessis wins, title fight for Edesanya versus Drakus. Build that whole thing. Duplessis loses, fight versus Edesanya. Build that whole thing. You save that matchup regardless. You save it. Because if you put him in there with Hamzat, it's a great fight. It makes all the sense in the world. It would seem like a number one contender's fight. But if Hamzat gets through him, now you might lose that fight with Duplessis if he wins. So I think you save that fight if you're the UFC. I don't know what they're going to do. But if you're the UFC, I, I say you save that fight. You save Adesanya Duplessis at all costs because I believe that's one that will motivate Adesanya because if you want to know my thoughts, Adesanya did not seem motivated for Strickland. He thought he was going to run through Sean Strickland. And honestly, I've heard stories now. Out of Sean Strickland's gym, the improvement this dude is making daily, I hear, is unbelievable. Unbelievable. The improvements that people are seeing out of Sean Strickland every day inside of Extreme Couture. So, if anyone's not motivated for that dude, it's a problem. He has this problem of getting overlooked and it's costing people. I'm telling you, I've spoken to DDP's people and they believe it's an ideal matchup for them. Just like I think Chandler and McGregor is as good as it'll get for Chandler, for Mike, for McGregor. They believe that this matchup with Strickland is as good as it's going to get for Duplessis, especially. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In a title-winning opportunity. I don't know that I agree with that. I really don't. It's hard. It's a hard fight. Sean has improving a ton. Islam Makashev and Justin Gaethje have been going back and forth. They're both trying to now boot uh, Charles Oliveira out of the title picture. Charles Oliveira came back. He beat Benil Dariush, earned his championship opportunity. Here's the problem. Because Benil Dariush went now and lost to Sarukian, that win doesn't look as glowing for Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira's injury, which he could not control, if he did not get cut, it was a nasty cut. He would have showed up in Abu Dhabi and he would have fought. And I believe he would have fought Makachev much more competitive than he did the first time. But by not fighting him. And then Sarukian beating Daryush in the way that he did. Now it takes a little bit of the shine off of that victory. So now Dustin Poirier losing to Justin Gaethje looks a little better. It looks a little better because we have not seen Dustin Poirier fight again 
and we have not seen Dustin Poirier lose again. We still got a lot of the memories of Dustin Poirier knocking out McGregor. So it's a much more pretty win on paper for Justin Gaethje. And now those guys are talking about fighting each other. I know that they wanted to, Max Holloway wanted to fight Justin Gaethje. Dude, everybody wants to fight. Everybody wants to fight. And it's great fights and ideal for us as fans of mixed martial arts. Aljamain Sterling's going to 145. He's taking on Calvin Cater. Good matchup. That's going to be a very good introduction into that weight class because Calvin Cater is a big 145 pounder. And he's going to test him in all the areas that he needs to be tested to see if he can compete up there. Calvin's a good wrestler. He has tremendous boxing. And he's got good jujitsu skills. And he's unbelievably tough. So this is going to let Aljamain know right away, right away, whether he can stay at 145 and compete with those guys. Um, It's been good. It's been a good week. A lot of news. A lot of stuff coming out. Hell, Christmas Day, Dana White announced some amazing fights for the UFC. So it's been, it's been interesting to watch. And it's been good to see that the sport just continues to grow and grow and grow. Oh, Bo Nickel was on Joe Rogan's podcast and also got booked for UFC 300. This time he takes on Cody Brundage, I believe. Uh, so we'll see, right? Brundage is supposed to be a good wrestler. Brundage looked better than he had in a long time in his last fight. So we'll see where Bo Nickel is because this is a little bit of a step up. It's not a huge step up, but it is a step up in competition from the last guy he fought. So we'll see. We will see. It's been good, guys. It's been good. As we roll into the new year, we'll get right back to work. So I appreciate your love and support. I thank you guys for always tapping into what we're doing. Uh, follow the volume. Follow all the YouTube content. Thank you to all the guests that we've had this year. It's been amazing. Until next time, guys. Peace. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.